0: They've known since Sunday, and they kept it from us and why we'll talk about that reconstructing Ukraine for profit and school board calls the FBI on a mom who complained <laughs> yeah, here we go again. Welcome to the J. Sheldon show the Friday edition. It's Friday, Friday. Man, what a one-hit wonder that was, huh? Yeah, Blackout Coffee. They are one of our sponsors, and they are founded on the principles of conservative values. Fresh-roasted premium-grade coffee from a company that supports our American values, family, honesty. Get the best coffee you've ever had and get it today with our special link down there in the show notes. You will also get uh, 20% off on your first order using our promo code JS20. Thank you, Blackout Coffee. All right, welcome in. Happy Friday. Lots going on tonight, lots to, or today, lots to talk about. Right now, though, we always begin with her, our little three-and-a-half-year-old Shiba Inu baby. I'm not as rich as Elon Musk, but I've got as beautiful of a dog, <laughs> or a dog, as the case may be. There she you know I just took this picture in night mode on my phone. She looks very evil in night mode. I don't know why, but it, look at that, doesn't she? She's got that kind of evil dog stare. And and I don't know what this is over here on her nose. It's a shadow, I guess, but Anyway, look at the eyes. Yeah, she just got an evil, evil look there on her face with uh, with night mode on. She's doing really well, having a great time. Her knee joint seems to be well healed. She's zooming and running around, having a great time. So no problem there. Our buck, our... Uh, miko update brought to you by barkbox.com slash miko with that special link which is in our show notes too if you forget you will get a free month when you sign up for a multi-month subscription to this amazing service every month delivered right to your door for your dog you'll get a box which has a theme a new theme every month and there's two toys two bags of treats and a dog chew inside Fantastic company, 100% happiness guaranteed. You ever not happy with something, get a hold of customer service, who are great, by the way, and they will make it right. Uh, BarkBox.com slash Amico is our link. Last day, by the way, in our show notes, you'll see a special link underneath that. And that's for another premium. If you'd prefer, you can get a free water toy from Fun. uh, fun Fun Boy and a Bark Box. It's a, it's a couple of sprinklers and a couple of pool toys, pool floaties. Check them out. They're really cool, and they're in our show notes. Barkbox.com slash Miko is the main link, and that, of course, will get you that free month when you sign up for a multi month subscription. All right. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about the submersible that uh, is gone. At this point, there is no hope. Uh, they've found some sort of a debris trail. Uh, they have not confirmed anything the last I knew. But before we talk about that story in and of itself, some of the things I've seen posted online from people is just plain disgusting. Evil. Where, folks, where is our humanity? Have we really gotten to that point? People making comments about, oh, they're just rich people, who cares? Matt Walsh, whom I love to pieces, brilliant broadcaster, streamer, podcaster, and Twitter user. And he wrote this tweet. I put the link in our show notes because it is worth it, in my humble opinion, for you to read it. Share it. He writes, there is a large contingent of people who laugh gleefully when one of Elon Musk's rockets explode on takeoff, or a submersible with wealthy adventurers on board is lost at sea. These are people who envy and dissatisfaction with their own mediocre, unimpressive lives have driven them to despair and despise anyone who does anything different, or bold, or daring. They take pleasure in failure because they will never have any successes of their own to celebrate. Man. He says, I guess pathetic assholes of this type have always existed but it worries me that today they're so numerous in our culture exactly right mr walsh and that over time they're only becoming more and more cartoonishly sadistic truer words truer words were never spoken that from matt walsh and i purposely put that link in our show notes tonight because like i said i think it's important that you uh, that you see it and If you are one of those people, first of all, get off my channel. I don't want you here. You're useless. But take a look at some of the reactions that people put in here uh, to Matt Walsh. They're important. We no longer have a shared culture. Mm, No longer a shared sense of achievement or failure like in the past when we were united behind war effort, World War II, behind the space program trying to beat the Russians to the moon or developing the shuttle program. Another viewer wrote, So true, the heartless division has become not about shared interests, but about selfish agendas. Children no longer considered sacred or untouchable, but are to be experimented with. When something so innocent, so precious, can be defiled, we are in serious trouble. How very, very true. Incredible. Um, so don't be one of those people, okay? It disgusts me every time I see it. It's just, it's unbelievable that we live in a society like that. Now, I know some of you are saying, you just see it more because we have the internet. If this were 30, 40, 50 years ago, These people might have that opinion, but you'd never hear about it. Okay, maybe partly true, but the internet certainly seems to enable these people to crawl out of the woodwork or whatever swamp they live in. Now, the Titan apparently has been destroyed since Sunday. That news just broke today, and the U.S. Navy knew about it. Now, there are people arguing that they can't confirm it, it wasn't definite, but trust me, the U.S. Navy hears everything that goes on, and they can identify anything. That's their job, and they're very, very good at it. So basically, the White House, Biden administration, government, however you want to label these idiots, knew since Sunday that the Titan had been destroyed. They let the story clog the news feed all week. There were stories that popped about, oh, we thought we heard some banging, all that stuff, a countdown to how many hours of oxygen they had left. And while you were, oh, look, shiny red object, J.P. Morgan's deleting emails, Joe Biden's impeachment moving forward, Pentagon accounting error for, what, another six-plus billion dollars to Ukraine, Hunter Biden ridiculously charged, if you even can call it that, John Durham in the congressional hearing, all these things got less space because they had us involved in this untrue search for a underwater explorer I don't want to say submarine because it was hardly a submarine that had already been destroyed and they knew it and they just let it, not only did they just let the story float, they encouraged it, they promoted it when they knew, 99.9% knew this thing was gone. And those souls were lost at sea. Whatever their income level or political affiliations were, they were human beings. Now, I want to get gross about it. But I did see a post from a, a guy I follow. He's brilliant. <clears throat> it's called Oili, Oli, Oli London, O-L-I, O-L-I London. And because when I hear about these kind of stories, I always think, what could those final moments for those folks have been like? I'll tell you, when you get older, I know, but I'm old. Hmm. When you get older, you start to think about these things, because, you know, the day when I'm going to die, let's just be honest about it, is a lot sooner, closer, than it was 20 or 30 years ago. Well, duh, but you know what I mean. It's getting closer to that time. May not happen tomorrow, may not happen for 10 years, but it's going to happen, and it's closer now than it was then. So when you get to my age, you start to think about these things, morbid as it is. But this guy did a brilliant job, including a lot of science and data, of explaining likely what that catastrophic implosion of the submersible was like. When a submarine hull collapses, it moves inward at about 1,500 miles an hour. That's about 2,200 feet per second. The time required for a complete collapse is 20, 22 hundredths seconds, about one millisecond. Just like that. Gone. The human brain responds instinctually to stimulus at about 25 milliseconds. A human rational response, sense, reason, act best, 150 milliseconds. The air inside a sub. High concentration of hydrocarbon vapors. And when the hull suddenly collapses, it behaves very much like a large piston on a very large diesel engine. The air auto ignites. An explosion follows. The initial rapid implosion. Everything inside is turned to ash and dust quicker than you can blink your eye. Just like that. And it's done. So, not to be morbid, but those people felt nothing. It was over literally in an instant. I guess if there's something we can uh, not be too depressed about it, it would be that. It's, uh, yeah, scary, frightening. And again, it just goes more ammunition about those idiots who post, oh, they're all just a bunch of rich people. They knew what they were getting into. They deserved what they got. Shut up. Shut, just shut. There's another article here I put in from the post-millennial U.S. Navy detected the Titan implosion Sunday. Biden admin only released the news on Thursday after the Hunter plea deal, the whistleblower report, all released. um, The implosion of the submersible Titan that went missing Sunday, known to the U.S. Navy days ago. Coast Guard only found debris of the wreckage on Thursday. Uh, The Navy did not name the system that was used to detect the implosion. Of course, they're not going to give away their trade secrets. U.S. Navy conducted an analysis of the acoustic data and detected an anomaly consistent with an implosion or explosion in the general vicinity where the Titan submersible was operating when communications were lost. While not definitive, this information immediately shared with the incident commander to assist with the ongoing search and rescue mission. So there you go. You can read that whole article. It is in our, uh, is it in our, uh, <clears throat> our show notes tonight. You want to check that out? All right. What else we got going on here? Oh, man, I, get, I get so much stuff. Oh yeah, check this out. Again, we're going to stick with this that Titan story for a little bit. The Wall Street Journal who's been reporting on this, or reporting on the bullshit garbage the administration's been putting out there. Their first headline, take a look at this. First headline the Wall Street Journal puts out, the one here on the left, U.S. Navy detected Titan sub-implosion days ago. And then once they realized, ooh, that's not doing anybody any good, here's the rewrite of the headline, U.S. Navy, heard what it believed was Titan implosion days ago. You see the difference? This is the kind of mainstream media crap that we just keep getting day by day by day. Whatever it is, BlackRock, Hunter Biden, <laughs> Ukraine. And speaking of Ukraine, this is from uh, goodtimeinvestment.com interesting website, but a very interesting story. BlackRock and J.P. Morgan, the bank of reconstruction for the Ukraine. War's not over. God knows it's probably a long time from being over, but already BlackRock, J.P. Morgan, getting themselves set up to do nothing but profit from the reconstruction hmm war is rather good for making money isn't it all right our uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that in just a little bit right now though let's talk about the best small batch coffee on the planet and that is our fantastic sponsor black out coffee Blackout coffee is an amazing coffee blend that you cannot, you cannot get through the rest of your life without trying this stuff because it's just that good. Yes, there is. You just saw Dan Bongino's face. There is a blend, which is Dan Bongino blend. He doesn't own the company, but he's a big backer of it, as are we here. And uh, they are an amazing company that uh, values not only a good cup of coffee, but Our American Conservative Values. The founders believe in the importance of hard work, personal responsibility, family, respect, traditional American values. They source premium-grade beans 80% or above on a 100 scale, correct time of year when they're harvested at the perfect altitude, the best soil. And they work with local co-ops and farmers that grow this high-quality coffee You know, folks, don't put up with that brown water that tastes like crap coffee you've been doing, usually made by some liberal company. This is a company that values not only our conservative values, but the second most important thing to them is a damn good cup of coffee, and that's what they have created. Roasted, packed, shipped with lightning speed, usually 24 to 48 hours and sent right to your door. Trust me, I love coffee. I drink a ton of coffee. Too much coffee. And this coffee is unbelievably good. Right now, use our special link in the show notes for an incredible deal. And we have a promo code for you. When you check out, use our promo code JS20, J-A-Y-S-20 at checkout, and you will get 20% off your first order. J-A-Y-S-20, twenty, J 20 will get you 20% off your first order at Blackout coffee check them out fantastic company their values are our values folks and uh yeah they do things right blackout coffee check them out get yourself a good deal too all right yeah we are uh, talking about the mess that is uh jp morgan and black rock black rock Bank of Reconstruction of Ukraine. This is a very interesting article y'all need to read and get all the details on. The Financial Times is reporting that these BlackRock and J.P. Morgan companies have proposed to the government of Ukraine to jointly create a reconstruction bank that will attract foreign funds to rebuild Ukraine in the areas of infrastructure, climate, and agriculture. With the help of BlackRock and J.P. Morgan, these industries will become attractive to long-term investors and lenders. I mean, they already got how many hundreds of billions of dollars from us for nothing, so there you go. In addition, the accumulation of resources for the Ukraine market will provide companies with data and forecasts in Ukraine's investment climate. Now today, the state government BlackRock, JP Morgan are developing a plan for this fund, and potential investors can become familiar with it. The launch of the Reconstruction Fund, planned for the after the victory of Ukraine. Until then, the bank accumulates hundreds of billions of dollars of investments. Mm. Yeah. Reminder that Boris Johnson also started a private fund for the future reconstruction of the Ukraine. War is very, very good for business. And the continuation of these endless wars are also very, very good for business. Read the rest of that article. It's a head shaker. It is yet another head shaker which you're going to want to know about cuz it's going to come up and bite you in the ass one of these days no doubt about it. I uh, take a look at this man I'm telling you remember when the FBI labeled the parents that showed up at school boards terrorists domestic terrorists. Well, yeah. this from Wall Street Silver over on Twitter. Parents at Glendale school board who were protesting the leftist agendas that were being taught in school to their kids. And they didn't want this crap being taught to their kids. Parents are sick of this whole sexual indoctrination of their children. Well, this mom wasn't having it. Take a, This is a very long cut. I'm not gonna play the whole thing, but take a listen to this.
1: So um, why are you here today? I'm here because I want to stand up for, I don't have children, but I'm here to stand up for, you know, people who do have kids, for my little cousins, for our community members. And I'm here to show and to hopefully not only have them listen to me, but for them to hear us all out and show that indoctrination to our children is not okay and it's not acceptable in any way, shape or form. They should prioritize arithmetic, math, sciences, everything should be priority and anything else should be secondary. I was taking, it's like they had to do a sex ed assembly, right? I needed parental consent to do that. Why don't parents have the right to know what they're teaching their children in school? Why can't parents sign their kids out? First part. Second part, if they're doing all of this, this is not needed in school. What's needed is yes, you have to respect everybody, we're all equal, whatever, whatever, right? That's what's needed. Indoctrination and shoving something down somebody's throat is different than respecting people. If they want to have this kind of whatever class, after school, after school with parental consent. I think a child needs to know how to do basic math before they learn any of this.
0: Boom. There you go. Here's the great part. This mom the school board called the FBI to report her. Not kidding. I serious. Unbe freaking leaveable. School board calls the FBI Reporting the mothers claiming they were dangerous after questioning leftist curriculum. Two mothers accused a private school of launching a retaliation campaign against them and their children after they questioned the school's leftist curriculum. The parents have sued. Amy Gonzalez and Andrea Gross said Columbus Academy reported them to the FBI as dangerous to the health and well-being of the entire academy community and attempted to destroy their reputation. The mother's complaint filed June 12th, just a month ago, alleges the school's administration were overreacting to their simply questioning critical race theory curriculum and other instructions parents believe was nothing short of indoctrination and when I say an overreaction quoting one of the moms here I mean an overreaction of calling the police on us, alerting almost 900 faculty members they had alerted the FBI that we were dangerous just things that were so far beyond the pale that it would lead one to ask, why? why is this reaction so extreme. Because they think they can get away with it. That's why. And you know what? They can. No doubt now this these two poor moms are on some sort of watch list. They likely have been labeled some sort of domestic terrorist. Unbelievable. <sighs> I just seriously I'm telling you All right, we're going to tell you about another guy who is doing some great work and giving you some great deals I know that was kind of a weird way to start it wasn't it one of our sponsors just give me a second beg your indulgence here for a minute because we're going to tell you about this but whoa look at this deal 63% off NordVPN's two year plan And this is the VPN you need. In this digital age we live in, our privacy, our online security, more important than ever, ever before. And that is why NordVPN is the perfect solution for protecting your internet activity. With NordVPN, you can browse the web securely, privately, without worrying about hackers, snoopers, you know, even your own ISP, the guy you get your your internet from, they're spying on you too, tracking all your data and all your online behavior. At NordVPN, they have military-grade encryption technology which ensures your data is safe, protected, and confidential. Not only does NordVPN protect your data, But it also unlocks a world of online content. 5,000 servers in over 59 countries. You can access your favorite website, streaming services from anywhere in the world. And you can protect your friends and family too. Because get this, with one single NordVPN account, you can protect and connect up to six different devices. Mm. The wife, the partner, the husband, whatever. Your kids your neighbor, your friends, whatever, up to six devices with a single NordVPN account. So why risk your online security and your freedom? NordVPN, enjoy the internet without limitations. Sign up today using the link in our show notes and you will get that 63% off. That is a huge deal to protect your privacy. Thank you, NordVPN for helping to sponsor the show. Seriously, guys, that is a great deal. Make sure you check it out. All right. You ready for some lab-grown chicken? You probably, I mean, if you're eating fast food places, you're pretty much eating chemical food anyway. But now it's officially official official. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Check out this link in our show notes. The first lab-grown meat has been approved by regulators for the US. Oh boy, you see that picture? That could be where your next chicken parmesan comes from. God. Regulators have approved lab-grown meat to be sold in the US for the first time at restaurants and eventually in supermarkets. The Agriculture Department approved two California companies Wednesday, just two days ago, upside foods and good meat to sell chicken made from animal cells instead of slaughtered animals. Companies have been working to try to launch this kind of meat production for reducing harm to animals, environmental effects, and they've been doing this for a very long time. The Food and Drug Administration has declared lab-grown meat from both companies as safe for human consumption. They actually did that months earlier. Upside Foods, Good Meat, both praised the decision. Oh, no crap. Uh, Upside Goods said the approval is a historic, world-changing moment and brings its vision closer to reality. Good Meat called it groundbreaking. Lab-cultivated meat Grown in steel tanks with cells from a living animal, fertilized egg, or a special bank of stored cells. Upsides products come out in large sheets that are formed into shapes like chicken cutlets or sausages. Ugh! Blech! Good meat turns Chicken cells into nuggets, cutlets, shredded meat, and something near and dear to my heart here in Malaysia satays. Good meat already sells cultivated meat in Singapore, which was the first country to allow sale of this cultivated meat. Morons. The meat will be served in exclusive restaurants. <laughs> upside partnering with a san francisco restaurant called bar cren good meat working with a washington dc restaurant run by chef uh, jose andres uh, more time likely needed before these products can reach supermarkets it's okay take your time we don't mind take all the time and the in fact take the rest of my life before your crap fake meat gets into the supermarket Anyway, it can't be apparently produced on a large scale yet. But they're working on it, and you're going to get to eat some soon. What will be interesting is when the day comes when you don't have any choice. The only thing available to eat, if you want meat, has been grown from a cell, not from a real animal. Well, from a real animal, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Okay. Is this the last one? Have we got one? No, we got a couple more. Look at this. Look at this. You're not going to believe this one. When you are on Facebook, Twitter, whatever, any one of these social media platforms, and occasionally you might make a comment about something people said, either, yeah, go for it, I couldn't agree more, or you're a complete freaking moron and you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Well, they say whiteness is a cult. Uh Uh-huh. Take a look at this person commenting about somebody who made a comment on her tweet. Listen close.
2: If you are not black if your skin is not brown, if you are not melanated, then you do not have the right to come under my videos talking back to my people. Your opinions are not wanted nor are they relevant. So why do you feel like you need to come and keep saying something to my people? You need to ask me my permission before you speak or comment on my videos. You come under my video and say, Lord, may I please have your permission to say something. Then you wait for me to give you my permission before you start
0: tapping, moving your little pasty fingers around on my page. You people have been talking way too much for way too long and your time is officially up. Yeah. I don't need to ax you anything. If you don't want me making comments on your posts, here's an idea. Get the hell off the channel and stop posting. Make your own channel where you can limit who's a member. This is just <laughs> the balls on this woman. Where are you oh, seriously it's called social media which means there's lots of people here looking at your posts making comments about it I I gotta play this because it's one of the funniest things I've seen this month anyway if not this year Uh, Sean Farage he is an incredible comedian he is an incredible impersonator and he hands down, does the absolute best Donald Trump impression I have ever, ever heard. He is, he is basically, he is Donald Trump when he talks. Well, take, (laughs) this is too much. You're going to love this, I promise. If you're listening on the podcast, it's okay because it's all audio. There is a video, but it's, uh, it's from, It is from Sean Farage, the amazing Donald Trump uh, imitator. And Shifty Shift, Adam Schiff, the moron, traitorous fool, got a rather interesting voicemail today. And uh, let me play this for you here.
2: Well, we're going to prank call. Shifty Schiff, because he was censored by the House of Representatives. We're going to prank call him. Here we go.
0: This is classic. Hello, this is Congressman Adam Schiff. Thank you for calling my Washington, D.C. office. My staff are busy and unavailable to answer your call at the moment, but we look forward to taking down your comments and answering any questions you might have.
1: To leave a message for Congressman Schiff, please record your name, zip code, and a message at the tone.
2: Well, this message is for the Honorable Adam Schiff. They call you the Honorable Adam Schiff. And I just have to say, Shifty, you were censored by the House of Representatives because Russia, Russia, Russia was a hoax. It was a complete and total hoax. You knew it was a hoax the entire time. So I'm wondering when you're going to apologize because you're called honorable, okay? You're supposed to apologize. Honorable means you're not supposed to be so dishonest. You know, you were so dishonest. You lied during impeachment hoax number one. So I want to know when you're going to apologize for being dishonest because you got censured. You know that? You got censured. You're not supposed to get censured. Not a good thing. And it happened to you because you lied about the hoax. So I want you to apologize to the American people. And maybe in 2024, when you have a new president, maybe there'll be a pardon. Maybe there'll be something where we don't even have to talk about it. But until then, you should apologize for what you did because you've been censured and there's no coming back from that. Thank you, Shifty Schiff, Pencil Neck, Bug Eyes, Watermelon Head. I look forward to talking to you soon. (laughs) Oh man, this guy is
0: the best at Sean underscore Farish over on Twitter please give him a follow he's worth it funny funny guy who does like I said the best Donald Trump impression I've ever heard huh yeah all right I got one more, and then we're going to get to our book tonight. Uh, I had to include this because it appeared. I follow a a Twitter uh, feed from something called Historic Vids, and usually they post videos uh, from history. It's rather interesting. It's rather cool. But this one appeared, and it is... Absolutely remarkable, uh, this story. Uh, You may remember it, but you may not have remembered all the details, or perhaps you've never heard of it, in which case you will be as amazed as I was. This happened only in 1996, so not that long ago, and there is a couple of pictures coming up. An eight-year-old female western lowland gorilla tended to a three-year-old boy who had fallen into her enclosure in the Brookfield Zoo in Illinois. August 16, 1996, Binti Joa, eight years old at the time, witnessed a three-year-old boy climbing the wall around the gorilla exhibit. The boy fell 24 feet, about 7.3 meters, into the gorilla enclosure, sustained a broken hand and a huge gash on the side of his face. Now, despite the onlookers who were all screaming, Binti, the gorilla, walked towards the unconscious boy. She picked him up and she cradled him and gently laid him down upon hearing her shift door open to her downstairs enclosure. Now, let me go over to the uh, thing. You can see a bit of this. There's an actual photograph of this happening. Throughout the incident, the 17-month-old baby, Kula, clung to her back. The boy spent four days in the hospital and made a full recovery. Take a look at that. Binti, the gorilla, gained international attention as a result of this incident. Following the event, she received special treats food from zoo personnel, as well as significant attention from visitors for many, many months to come. At the age of 35, this amazing lowlands gorilla is still alive today. She has since become a grandmother to three granddaughters and a great grandson. And there she is cradling this young boy, severely injured, uh, until they could get her into her enclosure and go in and rescue the boy. Wow. What a story. Happened in uh, 1996. That is amazing. Bit of good news, huh? All right. It's time for our book. We're reading George Orwell's 1984. We do read books on this show. I know it's a little weird, but... I love reading. I love to encourage you to read. Most importantly, I want to encourage you to get your kids to read, get books in their hands. We've read classic children's literature, Peter Pan, The Wizard of Oz, The Little Prince, uh, you name it. We've done Alice in Wonderland all on this show, and now we kind of kicked it up a little bit, kicked it up a notch, and uh, decided to do George Orwell's 1984, which has been one of the most prophetic books <laughs> telling you i have ever read this is absolutely amazing how well george orwell predicted the times we live in right now so uh, before we start here just a quick reminder please give us a follow the buttons right there hit that follow button free for you cost nothing just take a click that's all it is and it really helps the show out a lot we really do appreciate that and of course all of our great sponsors blackout coffee skillshare uh, nordvpn they're all down there in our show notes give them a a look for some special, incredible deals. All right, let's continue on with George Orwell's 1984. When once you were in the grip of the party, what you felt or did not feel, what you did or refrained from doing, made literally no difference. Whatever happened to you, you vanished, and neither your actions nor you were ever heard from again. You were lifted clean out of the stream of history. And yet to the people of only two generations ago, this wouldn't have seemed all important because they weren't attempting to alter history. They were governed by private loyalties, which they didn't question. What mattered were individual relationships and a completely helpless gesture, an embrace, a tear, a a word spoken to a dying man could have value in itself. The proles that suddenly occurred to him had remained in this condition. They weren't loyal to a party or a country or an idea. They were loyal to one another. And for the first time in his life, he didn't despise the proles or think of them merely as an inert force, which one would one day spring to life and regenerate the world. The proles had stayed human. They hadn't become hardened inside they held on to the primitive emotions, which he himself had to relearn by conscious effort. And in thinking this, he remembered, without apparent relevance, how a few weeks ago he'd seen a severed hand lying on the pavement and had kicked it into the gutter as though it had been a cabbage stalk. The proles are human beings, he said aloud. We are not human. Why not, said Julia, who'd woken up again. He thought for a little while. Has it ever occurred to you, he said, that the best thing for us to do would be to simply walk out of here before it's too late and never see each other again? Yes, dear, it has occurred to me several times, but I'm not going to do it all the same. We've been lucky, he said but it can't last much longer. You're young, you look normal, innocent. If you keep clear of people like me, you might stay alive for another 50 years. No, I've thought it all out. What would you do? I'm going to do. Don't be too downhearted. I'm rather good staying alive. We may be together for another six months, a year. There's no knowing. But at the end, we are certain to be apart. Do you realize how utterly alone we shall be? When once they get a hold of us, there will be nothing, literally nothing, that either of us can do for the other. If I confess, they'll shoot you. And if I refuse to confess, they'll shoot you just the same. Nothing that I can do or say or stop myself from saying will put off your death for as much as five minutes. Neither of us will even know whether the other is still alive or dead. We shall be utterly without power of any kind. The one thing that matters is that we shouldn't betray each other. Although even that can't make the slightest difference. You mean, if you mean confessing, she said, we shall do that right enough. Everybody always confesses. You can't help it. They torture you. I I don't mean confessing. Confession is not betrayal. What you say or do doesn't matter. Only feelings matter. If they could make me stop loving you, that would be the real betrayal. She thought it over. They can't do that, she said finally. That is the one thing they can't do. They can make you say anything, anything, but they can't make you believe it. They can't get inside you. No, he said a little more hopefully. No, that's quite true. They can't get inside you. If you could feel that staying human is worthwhile, even when it can't have any results, whatever. You've beaten them. He thought of the telescreen, its never-sleeping ear. They could spy upon you night and day. But if you kept your head, you could still outwit them. With all their cleverness, they had never mastered the secret of finding out what another human being was was thinking. Perhaps that was less true when you were actually in their hands. One didn't know what happened inside the ministry of love, but it was possible to guess. Tortures, drugs, delicate instruments that registered your nerves reaction, gradually wearing down by sleeplessness and solitude and persistent questioning, facts at any rate could not be kept hidden. They could be tracked down by inquiry. They'd be squeezed out of you by torture. But the object was not to stay alive, but to stay human. What difference did it ultimately make? They could not alter your feelings, for that matter. You couldn't alter them yourself, even if you wanted to. They could lay bare in the utmost detail everything you'd done or said or thought. But the inner heart, whose workings were mysterious even to yourself Remained impenetrable. Wow. That's the end of chapter 15, and we will move on to chapter 16 and begin that on Monday's show. All right. (laughs) Hey, thanks so much. Don't forget we're also a podcast. You'll find us on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, all the major platforms for a podcast. Just look up the Jay Sheldon Show. We'll be there. All right. Thank you so much for all your views and likes and follows this week. Hit that button. It's right over here. Just hit that follow button and you are good to go. All right. We had a great week, huh? Mm, It's over. Enjoy your weekend. Make the most of it. Spend it with the people you love. And I will see you on Monday. Good night. (laughs)
2: not <laughs>